continue um, to focus on George and what he meant and being a, a prisoner of consciousness and how uh, those uh, brothers deserve to come home as well as our political prisoners. You know, our platform is about political prisoners. So, um, but before we go into this discussion, I just want to provide some updates on um, the state of some of our political prisoners. Right, so one of the things that we want to put emphasis on is to um, let people know that there is some information out there. On If you are able to see uh, what I posted on the screen, it says go to JerichoNY.org. There's some updates on uh, Ed Poindexter, and there's some updates on Joy Powell. Joy Powell is um, struggling to um, raise awareness about the living conditions in her prison facility. There's um, an issue with the AC. And uh, just imagine if there's a number of pe people who are uh, living in that compromised uh, environment. Um, it's how, 95 degrees outside. Exactly. And how intense, wow. how, how intense that um, would be. So uh, let's uh, think about that. With that point, Dexter is still trying to get an outside source to come and uh, give him recognition regarding his uh, medical situation. And I was informed that, you know, he's in Nebraska. So in Nebraska, you know, when they say life, that means life. So this situation, uh, once he uh, get a judge to reduce that life behind his terms to an actual number, then now you could get uh, some situation um, done differently in terms of the amount of time that he served. But, you know, go to that website, uh, JerichoNY.org, and uh, stay updated and get informed about what you can do. So, uh, Abu Haq Islam, on our brother George. Uh, yeah, on brother George. Yeah, uh, you uh, kind of just hitchhike on what you said about they want our brother Ed Poindexter to die in prison. That's what Nebraska wants. You know, that is in contradiction to what we say. When we say, do not let local prisoners die in prison, you know. So, a monstrous system you know, uh, is the opposite of, of what we're about. You know, they want uh, people to die in prison, to spend every day of their life in prison, you know. So uh, fight, 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 you know. Fight hard, fight the righteous battle to free all political prisoners. Um, Comrade George, you understand, uh, in political terminology, we say that the blood of the martyrs rises up as a weapon against the oppressor. That in the blood of the martyrs, there are fists, there are knives, there are guns, there are supersonic bombs against the system. You know, Comrade George personifies power. You know, uh, a fiery warrior. You know, we need to read his his, his words. Read his. Uh, he's a he was an author. Read the uh, 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 blood in my eye, Solidad brother. You know, uh, Comrade George. You know, had that fiery spirit. You know, uh, and this is the type of brother that serves as an example. You know, uh, uh, people. We call the thugs, the uh, bad boys, you know, gangsters.
in the black community. These are the type of brothers who are, are, are attracted to people like Brother George, just like they were attracted to Brother Malcolm, you know. Now, I've walked the halls, you understand, with these type of people, you know, doing time myself. And uh, yeah. leaders like Comrade George are, are brothers who uh, these uh, brothers and sisters look up to and uh, can provide leadership into um, a life of revolution, you know, uh, to uh, channel that energy, that fire, that, that, that warrior spirit, you understand, that, 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 that soldier instinct can be directed into a force against the system. Uh, Brother George believed in organization, building a, a vanguard, building a structure. You know, he often talked about uh, democratic centralism, you know, which is a central committee, you understand, which operates uh, to give guidance, you understand, through a democratic process, you know, to the mass of the people so they won't be just running around haywire, willy-nilly, you know, everybody going different different places. Brother George believed in uh, uh, collecting the people, bringing the people together, you know, bringing the, the, the millions and millions and, and having um, a, a relationship between between organizations, inter-organizational inter unity, an idea of bringing them together as a strong force, you know. Uh, so many people have taken up the ideas of Comrade George, and uh, this always produces a very, very powerful atmosphere, an atmosphere where, you know, we don't believe in falling on the ground, you understand, and being like a couple of little puppies or running around like scared to death little rodents, you understand, and being real men. Being all we can be, being real men, real women, you understand? Uh, the, the warrior woman, you know, Brother George always talked about the gun, you know. Uh, that was uh, something that he really, really loved, the idea of um, disrupting the system, you know, uh, bringing just the destruction to the, he recognized that this is a system of total terror, you understand? Fascism, you know, you understand, where they use uh, uh, fear and violence, you understand? And George, in spite of being in the most oppressive uh, situation one can imagine, being in prison, you understand? Uh, and prisons always attract the uh, entitled employees that have the KKK attitude, you understand? So, in spite of all that, you, know, you understand, his fire. Continue to grow. You understand? 
our discussions, you understand, in our political education, you know, uh, Brother George, a very, very valuable assets act. Um, assets.
was uh, a man's man, meaning that, you know, he uh, spoke something and he took action on what he spoke. He wasn't uh, selling wolf tickets. Mm-hmm. He was uh, a man doing doing his work. So, you know, in, in that spirit, in that understanding, we have to be that if we truthfully respect uh, uh, George Jackson, right? And we understood George was about uh, real change. And that's why we have to take our political prisoner work very seriously, because it's about real change. They're not terrorists, they're freedom fighters. And uh, you're not housing no criminals, you're housing freedom fighters. They are freedom fighters. They know that our self-determination is our right to exist, our self-determination is our actual uh, freedom, because it's in our hands, and it is what we decide what's what's gonna be outcome of our lives today, tomorrow, and the day after. So when we talk about George Jackson and his writings and his relationship to his brother, Jonathan Jackson, we need to ask ourselves, what is our relationship to our family, both biological and political? Obviously, he had both type of relationships, right? He was uh, a father figure to his uh, brother. He's also uh, a mentor and a director in terms of his political development. And those relationships are the best relationships that you can have. And they are they are connected on both sides, right? Because now you have somebody that knew you their entire life, and now they respect you at a whole entirely different level because of your political development. And his letters to uh, Jonathan, he was always giving him his outlook on on the world, and from that he wanted his uh, brother to understand how he needed to look at the world. He needed to focus on what was actually happening so that he wouldn't be taken off point. So he would get caught up into what those of the time were getting caught up in terms of being distracted and set astray. I think in 2023, when we talk about George, when we talk about what's going on in Africa, and we talk about, you know, the continuous, uh, the continuation of police terrorism, we, we look at George and we ask ourselves, what would George say? What would George do? George would uh, and definitely instruct us to be organized, make a commitment to an organization, and from that decide what should be carried out and carry it out precisely. I think that, you know, to call yourself a revolutionary and not be a part of no organization, you're only fooling yourself. You're only doing the people a disservice. You're actually prolonging uh, your social conditions, the oppression of your people because of your lack of participating in creating a new reality. So, um, brother, how would you relate, or how would you uh, tell the youth to relate to um, George Jackson in 2023? Well, uh, similarly, uh, like I said before, you know, you young brothers and sisters out there, you understand, you call yourself soldiers, you know, call yourself warriors and uh, whatever uh, nouns you might go by, you know, if all that is directed toward somebody who looks like you to put somebody in the grave, you understand, that has your your kind of hair, nose, and lips, you understand, then, uh, you know, uh, what you're talking about ain't worth two dead flies, you know. To be a real soldier is to stand up to the real oppressor, you know, those who uh, are blood suckers all over the world who uh, uh, in our 
community uh, suck the blood of our people and, and suck the, uh, the spirit from the people, you understand, which uh, has the intensity, military, strategic military objective of making us all cowards, you know. So when George and people like George was able to uh, 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 reach the height of their humanity, you understand, in a context, in a steel and concrete context, you understand, which uh, was designed to crush us, to crush our humanity, you know, uh, to crush every molecule of our being, you understand? And so uh, this is uh, what a true warrior is. A true warrior is against a, a shown up, shown up enemy, you know, the biggest mass murderers that have ever lived, you understand? To be able to stand up to them, to the to, to powerful forces, you know, that wage war against us, you know. Um, and so this is what is glorious. This is what is honorable. There's no honor, you understand, in uh, destroying, destroying your people, you know. There's no honor in that. There's no pride in that. You know, true pride comes, you know, in having true courage, having true character, you know, the ability, you understand, and the heart to stand up uh, to that which is perceived as a thousand times bigger than what you are, you know, and it's George to bring our forces together, you understand, to gather all our people in a structure, Unity you understand, that. where we can feel. When I read George, I was in jail, I felt free, I felt power, you understand, in a situation in which one is supposed to feel like they have no power whatsoever, you understand, I felt power in me, you understand, and, and, and it, was, it was a beautiful feeling, you understand, um, and this is, this is what we get, you understand, when we uh, uh, take advantage of you know this great leadership, the, the, the great the great ones who walk among us. You understand that lift us up as a people. You know, and ain't nothing gonna stop us. Can nothing conquer us. You understand when we know that we are unconquerable. You know when we come together. You understand, gather our forces as Brother George said. You know, and can't nothing beat us. Yes, those are excellent points. You know, George stood for unity and solidarity, especially right. when it came to something that was. Uh, uh, in opposition to us, that was the only way that we were going to win. George let us know that we will win. George also let us know that um, you know they could, they would not count him amongst the unbroken uh, men. Mm-hmm. I mean, amongst the broken men, that he was in fact unbroken. Right. And that was uh, our, our beloved Phil Marshall's Coltrane Shimmeranga's uh, uh, model. You know, he was unbroken. And those who, who take a position on, on fighting for freedom must remain unbroken, must have that unbroken mentality. How does one have that unbroken mentality? Well, as we conclude uh, in Black August, we understood the importance of exercise, discipline, focus. You know, you have to be uh, real uh, committed to your political study so that when you talk amongst the people, you know that this is your position politically. And whatever else that they're saying, those are distractions and those actually... Those ideas will not benefit us as a collective. It might benefit an individual, but if we continue to contribute 
to those ideas or allow those ideas to exist that only benefits individuals and we don't smash those ideas or do, we don't let people know uh, that, you know, we have to uh, think differently, then the conditions will continue uh, to remain the same. And, and that's the role that we have to play when we call ourselves revolutionaries. We have to stand on principles and we have to uh, conduct serious examinations of what we are doing and what we're not doing. And we have to uh, do that on a regular basis, right? It's not easy, right? Because we all have flaws. But once you understand what your role in society is, then you understand how you relate to what's currently happening and its continuation. But George Jackson let us understand that very clearly. He was uh, committed to fighting for his people. And I think that when we take George's ideas and we relate it to, and we apply it, excuse me, to um, what's going on in 2023, when, then we have to ask ourselves, um, how, what are we using that or how are we using that in uh, various situations? Like the brother earlier said about uh, stopping sisters' violence, stopping sisters' killing. Uh, how would, what would George say? You know, George, as I said earlier, would let us know about dangers of petty differences, petty disputes that we had to focus on what was going on, right? Those I'm paraphrasing George, but that's what he meant, right? And we take George's ideas and apply it to political prisoners. Now, you know, George seeing himself as a revolutionary, right? The same way we see ourselves as a revolutionary. Those who understand that there's a current condition existing that is counterproductive to uh, the life of people. And in fact, we say that the ideas of the capitalists are inhumane and we want a humane society uh, and we have to fight for that. So understanding what George stood for and understood understanding that, then we put our sides, ourselves on the sides of those who are organized seeing people and those who are create, who have created organizations to fight that uh, for change that is uh, beneficial to the collective. So we relate that or George's uh, ideas to political prisoners. We understand that these are casualties of the fight for a humane world. And being that they're casualties, they must not be forgotten. We must insert their ideas into our uh, work currently. That's why you see me earlier put up uh, the the third annual vegan festival in uh, Queensbridge. I'll be out there with a table on political prisoners. Uh, we also seen we put out the, uh, the weekly uh, community grievance support group that is held at Jacob Reset Community Center in Queensbridge at an area known as the Hill, where we come together, we talk about each other's problems, and we give our best advice. Uh, we utilize the teachings and the contributions of Aranza Bowers in that session. At least I'm allowed to do so because of my relationship uh, uh, with him, and as well as my relationship with the, with political prisoners, those who are fighting uh, to create a humane world. And um, I think that. It's important that our audience, our viewers understand that, you know, our podcast is a part of our work and our street work is another part of our work. Like if you ever see Abu Haq Islam on the street selling his oil, you know, ask him about what you've seen on the podcast. Engage in the discussion. Ask him for any material. If he has any on hand, then he'll give you an NEPPC uh, brochure for those who you, of you who want to get involved in this particular work, we provide our contact Sefusankofa at Gmail, S-E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A at Gmail. 
hit me up or the email or call my phone, 347-679-3936. Again, that's 347-679-3936. You know, we have to provide that information or that, that uh, link to us, that connection to us, so you understand the seriousness of the work. The work is for those uh, who are very serious about change, who are very serious about getting busy. Because uh, that's what George was about. He was about change seriously, and he did his work seriously. I mean, um, you know, that's the whole point. The point of us putting out this podcast, for us to communicate regularly, to be consistent in his work, and then to create uh, stronger relationships. You know, uh, you know, when you talk about George, my brother, right? What are the last words that you want to leave people so we can close up this uh, this powerful episode, brother? Well, right now, right this minute, right this second, there is a conflict between the ideas of turn the other cheek versus black power. Brother George, Comrade George, stood for black power, you know, and he said that it takes three and a half pounds of pressure to pull the trigger. Right now, George does not have the ability to apply three and a half pounds of pressure to pull the trigger. But through the uh, public discourse of our people, through political education, through spreading these ideas of standing up, of being fiery, of being totally fearless, you understand? Of, uh, of fighting, you know, putting that fight in our heart, you understand, that three and a half pounds of pressure is multiplied millions and millions and millions of times through the power of the people, through the masses of the people, you understand, coming together, organizing, you understand, under correct ideas, you know, not that submissive idea, you understand, but that fight back idea, fight for your rights, understanding that you have rights, and this is what dignity and self-respect is all about. You understand? Uh, not being self-deprecating. You understand? Uh, uh, crawling around like a little mouse. You understand? But um, you know, being real in the spirit. You understand? Uh, so let's think about the uh, tremendous power that masses of people have. You understand? When we come together. You understand? With power. I, powerful ideas, you understand, and give them structural form and give them uh, a, 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 a form of uh, active participation, uh, a, 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 a mobilized force, you understand, for freedom, justice, and equality, black and black power. What's the call? Free them all. 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 Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of NAPPC Podcast. Uh, please share with 10 people. Contact us at one three four seven six seven nine three nine three six about getting involved in this important work. Or contact us at email, S-E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A at gmail. That's setfoodsandkofa at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Please share. Peace.
Palooka prisoners who are still locked down, and when they come home, they continue to get busy by our people, you know. So we have to question ourselves. Do we love ourselves? That someone is working for you. That someone is working for your defense, for your uh, def defend you. So when we say self-defense, um, you know, we ask, do you value yourself? Are you worth being defended? You know, um, people who are working for you for the uh, upliftment of the community, you know, what does the community feel about itself? You know, and if people love themselves, then they must support those who are fighting for them. You know, um, uh, for example, Jalil Muta King has come home and is getting real, real busy, you know, um, in projects to stop decolonization, in projects to stop uh, slavery in prison. You know, um, they uh, they say quite a great you know, joy and happiness that, you know, the enemy says, you know, probably that slavery is allowed in prison, though it's been uh, outlawed in other places, you know. And decolonization, you know, uh, a very, very heartbreaking occurrence, you know. For example, me, a member of the December 12th movement, you know, I was at a, a meeting, a rally yesterday on uh, hands off France, hands off Africa, you know. Um, and one thing that came out uh, on, on the radio uh, yesterday was that four children die every day in Niger because of uh, colonialism. The, uh, there was an agreement which has been torn up now, you know, uh, that said that France would uh, control the military of, of Niger and that France would benefit, would reap the profits of all of the minerals from, from Niger. Niger, rich in uranium, you know, and, you know, that, that, that stuff is torn up, that can be torn up and thrown in the garbage, you know. And that's what colonialism does, you know. So um, we're on the march against colonialism. We say uh, France's hands off Africa, U.S. hands off Africa, you know. And Jalil speaks very much about the love of, uh, of African people, you know, uh, and criticizes white supremacy, you know, the, the idea... The white supremacists that they're better than everybody, you know, that they have a right to do whatever they want, no matter who it harms, you know, uh, that uh, black people, that we are uh, subhuman, you know, that we have no rights, you know. So, um, you know, we're like in a fight, you know, against that those garbage ideas, you know, yeah. throwing those ideas in the garbage. So that's one brother who has come home, you know, in an example of... Uh, what can be done on the street by people who are active right now inside, you know, inside the gulags, you understand? For example, Imam Jamil, you know, he has written a book, you got it right here, a revolution by the book, there on the bottom, revolution by the book, you got that? You can see here, revolution by the book, it's one of his books, you know, and, you know, Imam Jamil is a shack. You know, highly educated. You know, that's what we call in Islam. We call those 
But then uh, 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 now you call him Shecks, and he has great knowledge in how to um, defeat the slavery to the lower self, you know, that, um, that, that, that causes people to run, to go into crime and all type of destructive behavior, you know, uh, to be uh, dominated by other people, you know, and there's a level of the self, you understand, which is uh, righteous, you know, the, the, the high, a high stage of humanity, and this is what Imam Jamil gives leadership to, you know, uh, and so we're saying that uh, this type of uh, work being done in prison, you know, um, you know, it can really, really benefit our community if this brother was set free. Um, Matula Shakur, you know, was doing great work before he before he passed away. You know, one thing that he was doing something that several other local prisoners were involved in was stopping and killing him and his stepson Tupac at a program to stop you know, to stop us from killing one another, you know, and um, this is a, a type of activity that a few of our local prisoners are engaged in to stop the killing, for, for example, Ed Point Dexter, you know, if we look up with this, this brother, this brother is, is, is busy, not as a bee, but as a beehive of activity, you know, literally the youth, uh, counseling youth had a radio program. He wrote a play. Wrote a play. Uh, had many, many um, programs. Oh, look, I think, and, and I think that that's important because you know the, our brothers didn't get, get incarcerated and say, and become absorbed in self pity. They continued their work. They said, "I." They continued to serve the people. Right. What's going on with the people? What's in the right. people's interests and what's against their interests? And then right. they started to act accordingly. Right. right. And this brother is, is engaged in buku work, you understand, uh, mentoring youth, you know, uh, away from a life of crime, um, you know, uh, they, they call it recidivism, to stop recidivism, you know, uh, giving youth values, you understand, and um, very, very valuable work. So we can see, um, we can understand, you know, um, the value of this type of activity, you know, in the free world, you know, uh, brother, I mentioned Sister Joy Powell, you know, uh, she is uh, very, very well respected among the other women in the prison system, you know, in addition to her uh, 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 raising sand to get rid of the insects and the mice and stuff, also uh, she has demanded um, air conditioning, you know, because in the, hot, in the hot summer month, with, 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 with the uh, windows wide open, it's, it's burning up hot in there, you know. And, uh, you know, this is a sister, you know, who was engaged in much political activity before she was wrongfully arrested. She's innocent. Before she was wrongly arrested, you know, framed by the cops, you know, she was involved in Stop the Violence pro uh, Projects and um, uh, uh campaigns against police terrorism, you know. So if we love ourselves, we got to love those who fought for us. You know, FBI statistics came out recently which said that black people among all other groups of people are murdered more than any other people, any other group. You know, we hear of, of, of violence against other groups, but us, black people, more of us are murdered than any other group. You know, so, uh, you know, we need to uh, be standing tall, you know, 
who are standing for us. You know, just recently, three black people were murdered in Jacksonville, Florida, by a white supremacist, a middle case, you understand, a travel to Jacksonville, Florida, and murdered three, uh, three black people in a convenience store. You know, so um, there's a war against us, you know, so, uh, you know, intelligent people, when you're under attack, you fight back, you stand up with those who stand up for you, you know, and very, very fundamental in that fight is the demand that all our political prisoners be free, you know, uh, right now they're in, in the gulag doing great work for us, you know, uh, and so uh, if we value ourselves, we, we, we will want them out here next to us, fighting for us, and, and, you know, as we fight for them to, to free them and to keep yes. them free. Yes, Black Power. Yes, brother, that's a very, um, very elaborate statement, and uh, it's very on to the point, because I think that another thing that we need to discuss is other political prisoners that we did not mention who, when they came home, they were doing work, and because of their work, they raised awareness about political prisoners, like mm -hmm. St. Cool Dinger, right. the founders right. of the Northeast Political Prisoner Coalition. Right. And because of that, you know, we was able to... I got to, his name right here. Yeah, we yeah, right. was able to uh, create this platform, this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been doing this for over two years now. We were able to uh, build relationships in the community, especially that of uh, Queensbridge, probably our strongest relationship that we have mm -hmm. uh, regarding... Um, you know, a being of consistency because we go, we have the uh, every um, Thursday. I'm usually there from the hours of six to eight to engage in a, a community support briefing, and uh, with that, we were able to bring the ideas of Veronica Bauer to that community. And speaking of Veronica, he did write me, right? The brother wrote me back, and the brother gave some advice around uh, first saluting that grievance uh, support group and giving me some. Uh, ideas around what he did when he had to grieve um, his mother's passing. And he uh, also acknowledged a banner that's out there. So another uh, salute to those who continue to respect that banner. Please take a picture of it when you're on Queensbridge and spread the love, spread it around, because this is what we need to do. We need to uh, make our political prisoners real. We have to bring them to the community and let the community know that the ideas that they are fighting against that's the same ideas that the political prisoners were fighting against when they were home. And in fact, those are the same ideas that they continue to fight while they're incarcerated. You see, because it's a, it's a continuous uh, act against our um, uh, self-determination, whether we're in prison or we're not, or we're not, right? Um, people want to tell us that uh, this is what's going to happen, and they would, could care less about what we say. And I think that you know, that's why it's so important to um, pay attention to those who um, took the position of fighting back. So we know that uh, we're not alone. We know that we need to show unity and solidarity with those who are doing that type of work. Um Abu Jamal wrote a number of books on uh, the issues that people were facing. Uh, this is one of them. Murder Incorporated. Murder Right? If you don't got it, get it. It's Murder Incorporated Empire. Genocide, manifest destiny. These are very important topics that you'll probably hear about in school, especially manifest destiny. But he's gonna go into detail about that, and that's very important because, like I said earlier, you know he wasn't incarcerated. None of our political prisoners were incarcerated and just uh, got absorbed in self pity 
uh, fall deep into depression. They continue to do their work. Just like Sunia Ariakoli told me, if this is what you do, this is what you do. And even Sunia Ariakoli sat at the table with us at the International African Arts Festival. And he uh, was reciting up the, the chant about free them all. And I think that that's a very important. Herman Bell passed by the table. So these political prisoners were still in solidarity with freeing their comrades, their brothers and sisters who are currently incarcerated. So we have to really look at that deeper. You know, schools around and around, right around the corner, our, our children need to be learning about these freedom fighters. You know, and they need to uh, be taught that fighting for freedom is not a crime, right? And, and once you understand that, then you understand uh, why it should bother us so much when it comes to our political prisoners. So I, I just needed to touch on that. So brother, you can continue, brother. Yeah, peace and love. Uh, the brother just said, mentioned uh, back to school is coming, you know. Um, and, you know, we really can't expect the system to uh, teach our uh, youth the truth about our political prisoners, you know. Uh, we have, like, like, like uh, the brother just mentioned the book, um, Murder Incorporated. In this book, Mumia Abu Jamal talks about the worldwide genocides uh, that this system has produced, you know, and we can never ex more than a billion people, you know, to build some wealth, you know. Uh, so uh, as our, our children go back to school, you know, we must independently tell them, teach them about our political, uh, about our heroes, you know. We cannot depend on uh, the enemy school system to uh, teach our youth the truth, you know. Uh, that has to come from us, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, we uh, appeal to the masses out there, you know, to, to stand up for your, your, your humanity, you know. Um, you know, many of our political prisoners, you know, they want to keep them locked down for the rest of the, their lives and never come home, you know. And uh, they want the people to feel completely helpless. Uh, but uh, uh, political prisoners have come home, you know, which shows us that we have the power, you understand, to, um, to, to do the work and have uh, the fruits of that labor, you know, be manifest, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, our political prisoners must be on the top of our priority list. You know, just like uh, we, we uh, uh, you know, we fight for medical care, education, housing, and all these things. Our uh, our heroes, you know, are just as important as these things. You know, so uh, we call on all our folks, all the people of your mighty race. You can accomplish what you will. You know. Uh, free all the local prisoners, what's it called? Free them all. Yes, indeed. We have that responsibility to free our political prisoners because of the work that they're doing and the work that is needed to continue uh, to change the conditions of our community. Uh, when the brother was speaking about uh, the code that uh, Matulu had along with Tupac Shakur, you know, that's still an issue right now. We still have sisters' violence, we still have uh, sisters' killings. 
and that that needs to be confronted. These ideas are uh, detrimental to our development as a community. So the only way we can do that is by being an organized people, being committed. And we have to include our political prisoners into the issues that we're faced with now by writing to them. When we write to our political prisoners, we let them know about what's happening and we seek their advice because they're um, dealing with um, situations from a different position, but yet they're still dealing with the same situation. We have to keep that in mind because we don't want to write our political prisoners off as saying, well, they got caught. Well, we life got to, has to continue. And uh, I have my own life. They have their own life. And uh, so I don't, don't have time for them. We have to make time for them. Right? It's writing a letter that could take you about half an hour. You know, you can spend a whole bunch of time being on TikTok and YouTube and watching things that are not necessarily beneficial to you, but it's just me entertainment things to ease the stress, ease the mind, because you have a number of ideas on it. Um, I think you need to utilize that time a little differently and write to a political prisoner, let them know what's happening in your life and you know, see what their position is. I know I, I always get an extreme joy when I receive a letter from a political prisoner, like Veronica Bowers letter, when I read it and I thought about uh, him making the time to write me, uh, him saluting me, for um, getting things done, issues done. And I think that uh, that's very important. You know, the December 12th movement, uh, for uh, the New York 8 formed political prisoners. And they're still doing the work. They went to work for a number of, of years, decades, and they were not uh, deterred from that yeah. because of being political prisoners. Yeah, they were trying to give uh, members of the December 12th movement uh, a thousand years for the political activity, you know, and me and Frank are members of the December 12th movement, you know, and, um, you know, this movement, the, uh, the NEPPC uh, work, you know, goes along with the work of the December 12th movement, and uh, the December 12th movement is involved in many, many activities today, you know, and, um, you know, one, one I just mentioned earlier was the call for France to get his hands off of Africa. You know, the France had moved, they had moved on uh, Niger, and the people of Niger said, we don't want France in here. Yeah, you know, France, get out. You know, uh, in fact, the whole movement that decolonized, decolonized Africa, the December 12th is involved in that, involved in uh, anti-police terrorism, you know, housing, you know, uh, stop the killing, you know. So these... The December 12th moment, I, well, I forgot to mention earlier, because, you know, when you're mind around them, you feel so much uh, freedom in the air that it's hard even to imagine that they were locked up at one time. But, yeah, you know, these, they, are, they are former political prisoners, you know, who are doing great work in the community right now. So y'all stop by Sister's Place sometime, 456 Nostrand Avenue, the headquarters of the December 12th movement, you know, the joint be on fire with revolutionary organization and revolutionary ideas. Black power. Yes, for more information, contact the December 12th movement at 718-398-1766. But, you know, when we talk about, and, and, that, and that's very important now, when we talk about uh, the fight right now to deal with uh, France and Africa and the fight to free our political prisoners, right? That's all one and the same because... You know, we think of Stephen Biko, we think of Nelson Mandela, those yeah. are political prisoners. 
uh, Patrice Lumumba, those are political prisoners, and it was the ongoing fight some against colonialism. Yes, some became martyrs, mm -hmm. right? So it was the ongoing uh, uh, struggle for our self-determination, whether it's in the United States or it's in Africa. It's, uh, people of African descent, right? They're going to be persecuted anywhere whenever we try to stand up and fight for ourselves. So that's why when, out of this episode, I want you to walk away uh, reflecting on the idea that uh, fighting for freedom is not a crime. Right. Whoever said that, I just want to give you a the criminal said for that. that. The criminal said that. Criminal imperialism said yeah. what? Said that fighting for freedom is a crime. No, and we and what we say fighting for freedom is not, not a, crime. a crime. Right, exactly. But the enemy tries to tell our people that our freedom fighters are criminals. Exactly. They try to say that they're not freedom fighters, that they're right. terrorists. And there's not no, no political prisoners um, in the United States. They don't want to acknowledge that. Because if they acknowledge that, then, you know, that's a, a major issue. Yeah. And it's a stain on their record worldwide, on, on an yeah, international well, if you state. listen to the enemy, you'd be believing in never, never land. Exactly. And that's why, you know, it's very important that we have the material that we raised up, a couple of books that you should have. Right. Mm -hmm. A couple of books from our political prisoners. So you can get an understanding of what's going on. This book particular, We Want Freedom. It goes into the whole start of the Black Panther Party, the role of the, of the sisters and everything. And I think that that's important when we, that we have our own historical record because we want to tell our own story. And that's a part of the struggle to be self-determined. What was on your mind, brother? You look like you have something on your mind, brother. Uh, no, I mean, really, uh, I was just thinking in general of, uh, you know, the, the, the vision of the people standing tall with us, you know, uh, our, our humanity, you know, uh, out there on the line in this war, you know, uh, fighting for our freedom, you know, and the uh, the beauty and the joy, you know, when revolutionaries come together, those who cannot be defeated, those who do not allow themselves to be, uh, 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 you know, lowered to the level of an obedient dog, you know, those who are rebellious, you know, a little rebellion ring in the air, you know, and let it, you know, grow in our hearts, you know, and so, you know, we stand together, you know, uh, and uh, we, we free our people, and remember, you know, the black people being murdered all over the world right now by this system, you know, so therefore, we must stand up, you know, it ain't no, should we, ain't no question mark, we got to stand up. And we, we have to fight for about those who are coming, right? Those who are right. coming into being. The, the babies, children, the babies. And, and right. Their babies and their babies' babies. Right. It's like somebody did that for us. I was born in 73. Yeah. And there was brothers out there fighting long before that. And this brother, when he was born, there was people fighting before that. Right. Right? We think about uh, the sacrifice of Harry Tubman, the sacrifice of Dad Turner. You know, if they had not made those sacrifices and the sacrifice of Frederick Douglass. And and I think if they did not make those sacrifices, our conditions would, would be worse. Yeah. Because now there is um, something that's going to be a consequence for the actions that you um, put upon those people, those yeah. innocent people, working class people, people of African descent. You mentioned the babies. You know, what I do, man, when I look at the babies, I look at it and I'm glad they're alive, you know. Uh, so when you're out in the street, you know, look at our beautiful little children and just think, how wonderful it is that they're alive and they should stay alive, you know, um, you know, and feel that love in our hearts 
you know, and know that our, our fight is for them, you know. So this should give us extra strength, extra courage, extra determination, you understand, to go all out, do all that we can, you understand, uh, to free our people. And fundamental in that struggle is to free up the local villages. Absolutely. So, you know, we're going to wind this episode down, and we have a flyer that's posted right now about the vegan fest that's going to be this Saturday from 12 to 8. We just stop weeding um, Northeast Political Prison Coalition. We'll have a table there, provide you with information on political prisoners. We encourage you to stop by, talk to us, let's build, because, you know, uh, having a platform on social media is one thing, but going on the street and talking to people is another. Let's not uh, forget our political prisoners. School is right around the corner. Make sure our children learn about some real heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, spend time talking to them. Uh, use your part to express interest in, uh, about political prisoners by when you go to these PTA meetings and they ask you for some suggestions about what you need to talk about, you know, talk about uh, political prisoners. And you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. start talking first about uh, the Black Panther Party or any organization that was uh, representing the interests of people moving forward. And then you're going to talk about casualties of that struggle. So this episode is coming to an end. You know, my closing remarks is right to a political prisoner. They write back, as I showed you the letter from Veronica Bowers. Continue to build that relationship. Encourage others to do the same thing. But brother, your closing remarks, brother? No, my, my closing remarks is just stay strong, you know, and uh, be all you can be. Do all that you can do, you know. And, uh, you know, let's uh, share this love, you know, this, 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 uh, this, this beauty of love among us as black people, you know, let's fight for our lives, let's fight for our freedom, you know, and what's the call? Free them all. Thank you again for tuning in to the NEPPC podcast. Please uh, do what you can. Cash app us at Sankofa. S-E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A. That's a cash app. That's S-E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A. OFA donate donate a dollar a dollar goes a long way. If you want to contact us about getting involved in political prisoner work 347-679-3936 again that's 347-679-3936. Email us at sefusankofa at gmail s e f u s a n k o f a at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.